0: Hello, my friends, I am Teresa Rich, the founder of 100% Real with Teresa podcast, because I believe the world needs more positivity in it. Also, please tag me at Growth or TeresaRich.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy my friends. I wanted this to be a positive post, not a negative one. So that is my intention over this. So I really, really want you to be um, aware of that. Even though it says the pros and cons of social media, I wanted it to be positive so we can use social media to our advantage. Now, the first thing we've got to realise is that the people that run social media are paid billions and billions of money to get our data, to get us hooked in for whatever reason. We don't need to understand what the reasons are, but that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get us hooked in to their system. And they're paid a fortune in order to do that, whether it's collecting our data, whether it's um you know, making our privacy not as private as possible and everything. They're not doing it for us, they're doing it for themselves. So I think we need to be really aware of this before we even start out. Now I'm not saying social media is bad at all. It's just how we use it. And I want you to get the most out of social media. Now, I love social media when I use it correctly. But when I start noticing myself scanning or being a slave to it, then that changes everything because then I'm wasting my life. So I use social media. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a sla- Most of the time, I'm not a slave to it, but I do use it. So how do I use social media? Well, I block out time. I think of what is it that I'm trying to educate people with? And then I put up my posts in that block time and then I might engage with a few people and then it's off. That's it. That's how I use social media. And I've been able to use social media to grow my business by podcasts. And I get to share that on social media. So it's a brilliant way of me being able to connect with people all over the world. And you get to listen to all these different things that um, I bring to you. And it is instant communication. When I first got my, um, I was researching about my dogs, I used Facebook, and all the different forums to research about um the type of things I needed to be aware of. In the old days, when we didn't have social media, and we didn't have the internet, we would have gone to the library and researched all this information. So I'm forever grateful of the quick, instant communication that I was able to do. But I had to be aware that that's all i was doing i was using it as a research um vessel there is um an app i think it's called chat gps and all you do is you put in the into this chat gps you put in a question and it comes up with all this information it's quite incredible and it's an app and it doesn't cost anything as well and there's also um another one i think called women online and I think it's free and again you know you can connect with people I haven't joined that because there's only so much I can do but you know use them as tools not as yourself being obsessed with them or addicted to them or a slave to them use them as tools to enhance your life only and then you win You win with social media, whether it's Instagram, Facebook or whatever. You don't want to be a slave to all that. The other thing I find sometimes personally difficult is the information that is coming at me through social media. So I have to sometimes unfollow certain sites. Um, Other times I've got to limit myself on what I read um, you know, I want to be aware of what's happening in the world, but I don't want to be bombarded with lots of fear-based thinking, etc. So um for me, I have to really protect my brain. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I have to protect my brain. Because if you're anything like me, you may be sensitive to what's going on. And I like to put, I like to you know, have myself in this lovely bubble and I don't want harmful information coming to me, my family um, and so on. And sometimes I think if I, if I get too involved in whatever there is, I can end up, I don't know, somehow my brain stops um, thinking clearly. I, I get like this brain fog, and I think in the old days, we used to just see what we had to from a book. But now we have so much on our screen. I think our brain just shuts down with the amount of information that's coming at us. So I do think it's good to do like a a detox from social media. I was really blessed um, just before Christmas. I lost my phone. And um, and being quite frank here, I've got to be honest, it was the perfect time I lost my phone. It was brilliant. I wasn't in any rush to get a new phone. I could have panicked, but it actually felt like a relief. So I had about three or four weeks where I had no phone and um it was wonderful. I didn't have to keep up with everything that you do at Christmas. And um if you want the honest truth, I think I would have carried on like that, but you know there were other people that wanted that were close to me that wanted to be in contact and so on but I would have been quite happy carrying on with my life without being on any apps or anything it was just so lovely it it was just very um it wasn't stressful you know it was just so different but anyway i'm back you're listening to me and i'm in a different place now so just be aware of the information that's coming at you and you know i would you know make moments like maybe every friday to declutter who what friends you have on particular groups you know what i mean if if you've got friendships in your facebook groups in your instagram just either unfollow them or if they don't add to your well being, why have them? You know, just numbers don't mean a thing. They're, they're not real friends, are they? They're likes, but unless they're really there, they're not really friends. Um, it's a great way of connecting with people that you don't always connect with. Yeah, it's a great way of keeping in touch with what's going on in their world, but um, you've got to know where your limits are, haven't you? And I think we're also depriving us of ourselves, of like a human connection, you know. And I noticed this a couple of years ago. I used to enjoy going on, a, you know, learning about wreath making at Christmas and stuff like this. And we were standing outside the shop and everyone was on their phone. What had happened to the days when people stood outside a shop waiting to go in on a course And they communicated with each other. And it's the same, which is so sad, is, you know, when we used to have, when I used to teach at college, the lunch hours were about communicating, talking to each other. And I think that still happens to a degree. But to a lot of people, the first thing they do is they put their phone on. And then that wonderful array of information from each other that can be passed through communication has suddenly disappeared. So socialization, isolation can be, um, a problem. And I think we need to get back to being able to communicate with each other and not just rely on our phones to show people what we're doing, where we're at. You know, because then there's a thin line, isn't there? Because what you see on social media, you know, people like to portray, I'm having a fabulous time. I'm on this boat, that scene, you know, and everything looks glitzy. But you know what? Why do people have to show it? Why do they have to show it? Because really underneath that, that sometimes people use that facade to show that they're Ego, it could be ego based to say they've got the perfect looking family or the perfect holiday they're on. You know, I don't, I personally don't get it. (laughs) I've never got it. Um, So I'm most probably not the best person to um, describe about that. And it also took me a long time to understand about selfies. And again, I still don't understand it. Um, I do like who I am. Don't get me wrong. And I laugh at my face sometimes, (laughs) but I don't feel the need to have to show my face in every picture or I don't know. I just don't get it. But um, I know it increases people's um, social media by showing their face. So um, maybe you could heighten me on that. But social media can be a form of distraction, and procrastination and it can stop you getting on and doing what you need to do. It can stop you communicating with your loved ones, it can stop you from um getting on with the work you need to do, do the habits that you need to do and everything. And then the worst thing is if you leave it on like till quite late at night and use it as a phone to wake you up, I think they have said that the light from the phone can actually disrupt your sleep because it's an artificial light um same with computers you don't want to be on a computer you know too late maybe i would say you want to have it like between 1 to 2 hours before you're due to go to sleep because you need the melatonin and the serotonin to start adjusting in your body because um our biorhythmic cycle circadian cycle um, from outside helps our you know dimming, relaxing all these, and I think um having a very sedentary lifestyle um actually can affect our sleep, which is a major problem currently uh in this world at the moment, so there are the positives and negatives um about social media computers, et cetera, so use it wisely, protect yourself hugely. Don't be a slave to it. Use it for what it is, because that's what other people are doing at the other end when they're accumulating the information about you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of 100% Real with Teresa. Please share this with your friends. We each have a responsibility to bring more light and love into this world. The world needs more people like you to so go ahead and share so you can bring more hope and inspiration where it's really needed. Remember, we are so grateful to have you in this female community for heart centred growth, sending you a big high five for being absolutely fabulous for listening to 100% Real with Teresa podcast.